Hello, wonderful small group leaders and host. It's Beth here. I'm flying solo this week, so this will be a pretty quick podcast for y'all. But I just want to say that, man, I've been able to drop in some of your small groups and teaching the break-in session, dealing with difficult people. And it's been so awesome to see how everyone's doing, how everyone's kind of navigating their small group season. It's been cold outside, so creative ways for the guys to keep warm and split time, things like that. It's just been an honor to be in your small groups teaching this class. I have openings for next semester. So if you've not been able to take the class dealing with difficult people, I really highly suggest that you text me and we sign up for a time. It's been a really impactful class, not just for the people taking it, but every time I teach it, I think I learned something new. I learned something new about myself and the way that I process and understand people that are difficult to meet. So it's a great class. I would love for every single person in our church to take it, but mostly just small group leaders. If you would like to schedule a time, please let me know. Okay, next, we have two weeks of small group left. We have this week and next week. And then we go on a break until January. It's our winter break. And with that, I highly suggest as small group leaders, you come up with a plan for how you are going to keep in touch with the people in your small group during off season. It's so easy to get disconnected. And the holidays, while they're rad and awesome for some people, some people it's really difficult. People who have lost people, those who are alone or going through difficult seasons in their life, the one thing they look forward to is the community in their small group. So how are you going to stay connected? What things are you guys going to establish ahead of time? Is it texting once a week? Maybe one get together What is it that you guys are going to do so that you guys can stay together as a group? Just keep that in mind and then inform your group. Communication is key. So make sure you're communicating how you guys are going to keep in touch. All right. The last bit of business is during our winter break, we try to have check-ins with all of you leaders. So all of your coaches are going to meet with you. What I need from you, party people, is I need you to respond when your coaches text you, when your coaches reach out to you, please respond to them with a date and time that you're going to be able to meet. These check-ins are highly important. And I can say that the groups that fight it off the hardest are usually the ones that have the most potential problems or the most problems going into next season. And they just don't want to talk about it. I understand that. However, your coaches don't get paid. And so they are reaching out to you. It is their free time. The nicest, most polite thing to do is to have a check-in with them and to respond. So when they reach out to you, please let us know. It's really, how can we love on you? How can we pray for you? And what's going on in your group? What's working? What's not working? As you know, we take your feedback very seriously. And so when you say, hey, this isn't working for our group, we try to find ways to help you navigate that or even come up with whole new systems and small groups just so that we can be able to make sure that we can reach as much people for the kingdom. All right, jumping into the intersect this week. Ah, Justin. Whoa. Oh my gosh. It was so good. It was so good. It was so good. 
And so proud of him. He really brought the word of God, but he really hit a couple of points so hard. And so we're going to dive deeper in. And it's going to seem a little bit similar to the intersect last week. So last week was more of a big global sense. What are you going to do? How are you going to serve? Where are you going to be? And this one is more individual focused. And I try not to do too many small groups where it's hyper individual focused, just because I like to, you know, really think about the kingdom of God and a bigger impact. But this one is going to be more the kingdom of God impacts personally and what you're going to do. And so the first question, just what confused, impacted, stood out to you? That question is there. So you can pick up on what stood out to them. What are the things that they say? Because that's really where their heart is and what stood out to them. Those are always really good questions. And then the next one, if you were the only representative of Jesus in the following areas of your life, what impression of Jesus would they receive? So, if you're the only Jesus someone's going to see, what are they going to see? Woo-hoo! Goodness gracious, what are they going to see? Are they going to see a Jesus that's loving and kind or a Jesus that's grumpy? Are they going to think that Jesus is unkind and unwilling to forgive? If people at your work have no idea what Jesus is, but they know you're a follower of them, are they going to want to follow him too? Or are they going to want to run in the opposite direction? These are really important questions. And the thing to be really mindful and start thinking about is if they have a different Jesus for everybody, then what's going on? Because Jesus, he doesn't change. And so if the Jesus that they have in your spouse is a giant turkey, but the Jesus to your coworkers is much nicer, whatever it is, being really mindful ahead of time of, all right, what's going on? Why can't you be loving and compassionate to all groups of people? Why can't you be kind? What is it that people are seeing? So just that's a little small group leader tip for you. And then what do the following passages say about how the Holy Spirit equips us to carry out our mission of making disciples for Christ? So these scriptures are pretty self-explanatory, but it's really important for us as leaders to be able to not just get the standard answer, right? The standard answer is he's strong or, you know, whatever that Sunday school answer is, Jesus but in Acts 1.8, it says, you'll receive the power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you and you will be my witnesses telling about me everywhere. And so really the Holy Spirit power is equipping to go everywhere where we don't have that. And so digging deeper, what does that mean for your life? How do you do that? How do you go and navigate that? How do you push in to going everywhere? Where's your everywhere? 1 Corinthians 2.13, it's wisdom. So when we tell you these things, we do not use words that come from human wisdom. Instead, we speak words given to us by the Spirit, using the Spirit's words to explain spiritual truths. So here we are, guys. If you don't know what to say, cool, because the Holy Spirit's going to equip you. So if your deficit in going ahead and talking to people about Jesus is that you don't have the words for it, Praise God, the Holy Spirit's going to equip you, just like he equipped Moses all those years ago and all the prophets and everyone. From then to now, he will equip you. That same spirit that lived there is here with us, and we can harness it. And so praise God for that. And then just keep going on to those scriptures and trying to get the deeper answer. 
And then question four is maybe a split time question or maybe an in a whole group question. But it says, knowing that you have the endless power and potential of the Holy Spirit available to you, what one thing would you ask him for to help you have a greater impact on the kingdom of God? And so this can kind of go into the scriptures that we just read. So if you were looking for wisdom, well, you know, if you didn't feel like you had the education to be able to go and have a conversation or you felt like you didn't know, then the one thing you might ask for is wisdom. In that, anytime someone shares a thing, the greatest follow-up question is why? Why would you ask for wisdom? Why would you ask for love? Why would you ask for the things that you're asking for to be able to go in deeper? And then that's where we as a community can talk about it. We could brainstorm different things like that. Usually everything that they ask for is something that in the Bible, you will find that the Holy Spirit's equipping us for. So it's really good. It's kind of like a reverse activity. Maybe you even do question four before you read the scriptures. And so then in the scriptures, you get the answers to the things you're asking for. Woo-hoo! Instant Jesus answers questions. And so it's kind of a cool thing. For this, it's a little bit of introspection. And so that I would always say in that, you know, who are the people that you are representing then at your work? Who's the one that you're trying to bring to the Lord, your children, your relationships, your friends? If you have single people in your group and everyone else is married, just a little note, just a little tidbit of information. I like to give out little tidbits of information for y'all. If everyone's talking about their spouse and there's a single person in the group, it might be difficult. It might be irritating or annoying or it might be difficult for them. And so you want to really say just any relationship. So relationships with your friends, relationships with different people, who is the Jesus in that? It doesn't just have to be only a dating relationship or a romantic relationship that they can answer that question. And we don't want anyone to feel isolated ever. Same thing when it comes to children. You just say, we said your children or your family. So if your parents or different things like that, their parents or their siblings, if they don't have children, just to make the question really broad, we don't want to isolate anyone. So as we do that, that we really keep in mind that that's how we're going to include everyone in the small group process. Thank you guys. Thank you guys so much. Two more weeks of small group. How are you going to just end really well? What are you going to do to just advance the kingdom so well in these last two weeks. I love you guys and appreciate you. And I'll talk to you next week.